Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Matthew, Carrie, you remember when you were kids and for Christmas or birthday, you get a little walkie-talkie and you could talk to your buddy mm-hmm. next door. Yep. But if, if you went two houses down, like the, the, the walkie-talkies didn't work, right? Yep. Martin Kilcoyne and I used to work at a radio station like that where you could hear it next door, <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't hear it two houses away. Marty's in the, in the studio right now. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I remember, now Randy Carricker, much like myself, we've had some stops along mm-hmm. the way. Yep. Some have been longer than others. When you first left Camel X, okay, you made a move down the dial. Yeah, to the Big 550, yeah. And right after that, there was a luncheon. It was the St. Louis Ambassadors, and Joe Buck was being honored, and they had Jack Buck hosting. It was one of the last public events he did, um, and he gets up there, and Jack Buck, at 70, whatever he was, is roasting the room, including his son, and he's like... Great to have that chicken dinner waiting for you when you got here. Had you been here at midnight, it would have been waiting for you at your table. <laughs> and then he gets to Randy and he says, Randy recently made a move. He's probably a little intimidated by the size of this crowd talking to 200 people or something. So, of course, you had just made the move. Yeah, right. And he had to get a shot. Oh, yeah. But the station you're referring to may have been even further down the dial. Oh, 1380. Yeah, we were headquartered on the landing. ESPN, 1380 ESPN. Yes, I don't know that ESPN claimed <laughs> no, 1380 no, I don't think so. back then. Hey, can we get some announcer? Vo- no, no. Hey, can we get some promos for the weekend's game? No. <laughs> you guys get your act together first, and then Rocky and I go way back. This is we're all in like the same support group. Carrie's going to learn over the years, right? Because it'll be like, remember that one time? Oh yeah. Yeah, remember I'm, that I'm, time? I'm learning. I'm yes. new. And then Rockio is, in a certain way, kind of like character with. Random knowledge. Now, Randy, it's, it's sports, right? His is everything else. His is everything. everything. And he used to get going. Because, so Randy would say, uh, I remember exactly where that Mike Laga foul ball fell. <laughs> <laughs> it went, it, in fact, sir, the only foul ball to ever leave Bush Stadium, too. And you're like, you're right, it was. So it's very sports-specific and insanely good. And then Rocchio, in a commercial break, I'd say, like, ooh, you see what's happening down in Chile? And he's like, oh, that dictator. He's got a lot of nerve. I'm like, what? I'm like, you have you have knowledge of South American political leaders? He, he, it, it is amazing. And he gets to talk. I'm like, how do you? you go it to makes me feel bad about myself for not knowing, for not what's having this. In the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Kerry will throw it on a break and say, hey, when we come back, Jason Tatum's latest feat. And then they hit the break. And then Rocky was like, can you believe the oil cartels? What's happening today in Saudi Arabia? And you're like, what website are, what, what are you on over there? <laughs> there's certain people that have that just insane knowledge about really detailed stuff. Bill McDermott on soccer. Yeah, right. It's insane. And you can bring up anything. Hey, how do you think we're going to do at the World Cup? I mean, that's all you'll say. 
Martin, one of the keys now is Argentina's halfback has been out for a month. And I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> However, the Netherlands system is not conducive to the weather in Qatar. I'm like, what? And he's right, but it's insane. It's unbelievable that he knows it. I love RK because he wears so many hats, right? He'll he'll be over there talking about weight loss, and he's done a great job over the years keeping weight off and being healthy. And they say, by gum, we need another Dunkin' Donuts in this town. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so you don't know what direction he's going to go. No, you know, well, but we do. I mean, no, I, we I, do. I agree. I, Look I, at me. I agree. Well, of course. You, where, where you work, you've got a Dunkin' Donuts right down the street. I mean, it's different, right? Over and I like it. He's advocating for another quick trip. There's one on every corner. There he is. Martin Martin and I used to, so, so I would run into Randy. All the time. We had yeah. our punch cards out at the quick trip. <laughs> right. And Randy, and I love how formal Randy is. I texted Joe Buck. He was on with you guys last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And I said, there's one guy in America who will call Bob Costas Robert and who will call Joe Buck Joseph. <laughs> and I said, I texted Joe and I said, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Carrick. <laughs> I should say, Randall, good to be with you. How are you, sir? Yeah, it's a, it, it is a formal, yeah. courteous kind of thing. It's courteous. That's Robert. right. And here's the thing is. What is the thing? Even That's when, a segment. Do you yeah, guys do? Here's the we, thing. We, we need to do that. When I became a quote-unquote veteran three, four years at KMOX. So we're talking mid-80s, and I'd see Bob, I'd go, hello there, Robert. I would <laughs> extend the R out a little bit. And so it's just been Robert ever oh, since. Okay, so and, there's a little history to it. Right. And with Joe, because his middle he was name- a little kid. And... Yeah, exactly. And so and his middle name is Francis. I don't call him Joseph Francis anymore, but his dad did. Hmm. Joseph, Joseph Francis Buck is here. So <laughs> First time I ever met Robert- uh, I was an intern at Channel 11, and, and Carrie, like, this is great. We're reading each other's resumes. But I was an intern at Channel 11, and Bob Costas happened to be doing some Cardinal games that summer. And I des- I was in college at the time, desperately wanted to meet him. So my cousin and I, cousin John, are waiting in the press box for the game to end and for him to leave. Now, I know he's talking to everybody. He knows everybody. He's about to get on the elevator. And the old Bush day in the elevator was right next to the press box. Mm-hmm. As soon as you went out the door, you were almost on the elevator. So I panicked and kind of ran towards him. <laughs> and, I, and I yelled, Bobby. <laughs> I, was, I was like 20. And I go, Bobby. And he turns around like, who in the hell? And he knew it wasn't Randy because I didn't say Robert. And I said, I just want to get some quick advice. And he, he was great. I walked back to my cousin and he said, why did you say Bobby? <laughs> and I said, I kind of panicked. I will tell you, I don't call him Bobby anymore. Uh, you remember uh, Jack Carney, though? Jack, didn't Jack Carney call him young Bobby Pro- Costas? He called him young Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was one of the kings of, of the nicknames as well. Yeah. We're, you're going to be here, but I want you to tell people about what you've got coming up with uh, Mike Martz. Oh, this is this great month. because we, we all do this in media. You have some as a guest. Like, hey, would you like to have, and especially at the Super Bowl, right? They have people on Radio Row. Hey, do you want Michael Irvin? And you're like, absolutely. We're talking about the Cowboys. Uh, he's selling avocados. And you're like, what? <laughs> and like, you have to do that first yeah, if right, you want to get right. him on your show. On Marshall Falk's Sunday Night Show, he would always have an event that week. And a lot of times, the Falk Foundation, they'd go to Epworth and do things with kids. They did a lot of great things. And it was sort of understood that we would promote those events. But I always had it at the bottom of the rundown, which is terrible. <laughs> and so we'd be talking about the next game and the Patriots and then the 49ers and all this great stuff. And he'd say, what about my charity? And I'm like... Mm-hmm. 20 seconds. Uh, put, the, put the graphic up. And at one time, he looked at the camera and he said, 
Fox 2, just don't let the kids. <laughs> and so for years, we would say to Marshall, don't let the kids. And we would, we would bump that graphic a little higher in the show so we would get to it. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's an event coming up. It's Thursday, January 26th. I've been talking around town about it because I think it's really a unique get-together. It's an evening with Mike Martz. And most people have said, oh, he's flying in for this. Said, no, no, he lives here. And I know you guys have had him on the show. Yeah, and he's run into people. Or he's still, I mean, that shock of white hair, the glass, he looks very much like Mike Martz. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he said he's going around town and people are saying, are you... Were you, were you that old coach that used to <laughs> lives here now? Two of his four kids live here. They have grandkids here. Uh, I mean, the tourism bureau ought to get to him. He he moved from San Diego <laughs> right, to right. St. Louis. <laughs> he literally would walk out on his front porch and see the mountains and his back porch and see the ocean. Uh-huh. Yes. I was at that house. I mean, when I heard he was moving back here, I said, what happened? You're like, is everything okay? I mean, I, we love it here, but what? So he's living here now, and he's having so much fun reconnecting with fans. And something I had forgotten, he was on that staff the first two years with Rich Brooks. Mm-hmm. So he lived here for nine years between his assistant days, his head coaching, coordinating days. Nine seasons, nine years where his kids were young and little and going to school here. Kids have a lot of friends here. So he's all excited about being back. And so the evening is going to be... Basically a fireside chat, me interviewing him, any and all topics are on the table, but he really wants to do the Q&A with the fan. Probably because he doesn't want to hear my question after all these years. And so the event is Thursday, January 26th. It's at St. Clair Country Club. Bob Golby's home for many years. Mm -hmm. Beautiful spot, Belleville, Illinois. Great layout. And we're trying to keep it pretty intimate so that, I mean, I don't even picture me having a microphone. This is not one of those 200, 300 people in an auditorium. Uh, Q&A with me and him and then with the audience. And I said, Mike, some folks might bring their jerseys or footballs and take pictures. He said, do it. I love it. He's very excited about it. So you can get tickets at Eventbrite. That's the website that handles a lot of these types of events. Easiest thing, if you go to Eventbrite, Eventbrite, and just type in evening with Mike Martz, it should come up. Tickets available there. It's 6 to 8-ish. We're saying a happy hour. kind of. Nobody wants to be out too late. It's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Not cutting into your family time or mm-hmm. your weekend time and i think it's gonna be great because he was always candid yeah always i mean and now he's not looking to get back in the game you know carrie the coaches that first get out of the game and they go on the network shows oh i think he did a great job well they were five and twelve oh he really managed that roster they're all sucking up Mm -hmm. because they want that next job that's not happening here. <laughs> you can say anything at once. Yep. And if people, you can go to Eventbrite, and that's B-R-I-T-E, right? Yeah, B-R-I-T-E, Eventbrite. Or they can just go to your Twitter I think I've feed. I've tweeted it out. I've got a Martin Kilquin's Facebook page. It's out there. I'm not really smart at getting the word out. That's why I'm counting on my wife to set up the web page okay. and all of that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, he talked when we uh, did a TV segment. He hasn't seen the Kurt Warner movie because he said, I know it would upset me. Hmm. And Good for him. And the clips, and I've not seen it, which shame on me, but the clips of Mike Martz, he looks kind of exaggerated and maniacal. And he said, Marty, let me tell you, those things never were said. That movie, I never said that. He's seen the clips, and he talked to the actor that played him. And he Mm -hmm. said, the actor told me it was embellished. So, I mean, there's a million topics from Kurt Warner's rise, the Kurt Warner awkward exit, Mm -hmm. Bulger's rise, losing to the Patriots, Belichick Brady, there was some... Spygate allegations, even remember taping the walkthrough the yep. day before. I mean, Marshall's answer was always, if it doesn't matter, why'd they do it? If it didn't matter, why'd they do it? Mm. And who knows what it led to. Um, but also the Rams 
leaving here. Mike is kind of heartbroken that the Rams aren't here because he considers St. Louis. I mean, obviously he loves it here because he's moved back. Yeah. So Rams fans who I think are underserved in this market, where do you go for really hardcore Rams conversation? It's just kind of packed up and left. Other than Martin and Randy in the Quick Trip parking lot. <laughs> exactly, right. Remember that time, Oz Akeem? Oh, I do. Remember Alex Barron? Oh, I do. You know. So, uh, Marty Kilcoin is here. He's going to tell us, um, he, he's going to compare and contrast uh, the opening drive to, uh, what's that thing show down the hall? The, TM, 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 idiots down the hall. Yeah, love those guys, but they're idiots. Yeah, that's next. I just saw Kenny Iggy Strode smoking a cigarette. What are the odds? Martin Gilcoin getting ready to host an evening with Mike Martz on January 26th at the St. Clair Country Club. It'll run from 6 to 8. You can go to Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E, eventbrite.com, and just search an evening with Mike Martz, and you can get tickets there. And he's raising money for Alzheimer's Association. I think his mother died of Alzheimer's. I'm raising money for Larsh St. Louis. My sister has been involved with them for 30 years. They're an international organization. They also have homes in St. Louis for people with mental disabilities, similar to what Kurt and Brenda are doing with Treasure House. My sister does that locally. And by the way, Mike uh, and his wife, Julie, they funded and put naming rights on the Alzheimer Research Area at Wash U, which was more in our community than Stan Kroenke ever did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I, I'd like to get Mike talking about Stan because he was around mm-hmm. in their glory days. I remember going on draft day. One year I got to go in the war room and Stan's over in the corner there measuring how quickly he could like sell this building. No, I'm kidding. He was at that point, <laughs> I guess, invested in the Rams. But I'd love to hear Mike's take on him. And he has been very charitable. There was an Isaac Bruce event. You and I go to that every mm-hmm. year. And Isaac has his foundation, and I remember being up there, and it's it's a little awkward when you do these events. Does anybody, instead of bidding on an item, you say, does anybody want to just give us ten grand? You right, know? right. And like, not anybody I know. And <laughs> one of those years, I said, to, and I, Mike was just in the audience, raised his hand, ten thousand dollars, boom. Yeah, loves Isaac, and he's a great guy. Oh, uh, it'll be fun. Okay, so how was it last week sitting in with the guys from the morning after? Well, when you leave there, what's great about Hubbard is they immediately take you over to the staff psychiatrist, <laughs> and you get to kind of break down everything that just happened. Um, kind of a debriefing uh, yes. of what took place. And then they filled my prescriptions on site, okay, okay. just for having been on the show, and then I took a shower. Well, I thought you were going to say they yeah. put you in one of those... Uh, quarantined rooms where they just spray you with the water to to wash it all off. So it's always an experience. And when I say, when you leave there, I need to take a shower, it's not because the topics are that bawdry or or whatever. It's because I was so close to Kenny, I smelled like a (laughs) cigarette factory, that I had to take a shower. Uh, We had fun. There's a lot of history with all those guys. And and I think Doug, he just sits and said, what? Oh, no, stop it. I think, <laughs> Doug could just, I think Doug could just record a bunch of drops and not even have to be there. Like, oh, don't say that. Like, he just has this outrage and just hit a, he could do it from home. Just hit a little button every once in a while. Uh, you know, and Tim, I mentioned Bernie wears a lot of hats. Tim has always been that guy who could wear a lot of hats. McKernan, because he'd be like, oh, man, we should just have some girls on today and, you know have them take their clothes off. I'm like, whoa, whoa, we're not doing that, Tim. <laughs> and then the next star is like, okay, the Blues win, but their power play was excellent last night. I'm like, wait a minute, did you just keep million during the break there? What happened? Do you guys remember, he threw a fa- nine, okay, so 2006, he throws a fastball 
for that first pitch of the two th- of game two of the 2007 NLCS, I really thought he should have gone with a curveball there. Tim will go yeah, like a real detail. Deep. Yeah. And then <laughs> the other thing is like, so here I was playing poker, and there's some strippers in the background. You're just like, what, what? is the dichotomy <laughs> well, here? The, at least Iggy is consistent. He he provides very little <laughs> effort. Uh, his Rolodex is beyond dated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Larusa thinks he needs some new celebrity friends. Okay, <laughs> it's, but I love Iggy. I love Kenny Iggy Strode. What's your favorite? And I always tell people, Martin Kilcoin is the funniest person I know in person. What's your favorite impersonation that you do? <laughs> I probably my Rick Smith, but it's not funny to anybody. About two or three people. <laughs> yeah. He was the Rams PR director, an older guy, for many years. It wasn't just his voice, but it was also his sort of isms. He always had these just random nuggets of knowledge you know if malcolm briggs walked by he'd say, hey it's uh it's scooter briggs and i'm like why do you call him scooter you don't remember the fullback at fresno in 45 and i'm like no i don't <laughs> he, but he also had all these great sayings and it's not funny and and frank Cusimano would say boy that's not going to get you on the tonight show because like, nobody knows this guy that's my favorite one uh, when when Dick Ford died, I actually did the eulogy in September. His family asked me to. And I said, I have to be honest, most of my stories with your dad were just kind of lighthearted anecdotes, and I would do his voice. And they said, no, do that. <laughs> and they, they said he would love it. He would laugh. He'd think he had a great long life. They said he would have fun with that. So I said to my wife, this is really awkward. It's a funeral. Do I really dip into the voice? <laughs> And she said, that's what they want. And they loved it. And we had that's fun. Awesome. And we had a lot of laughs. And hey, so, we got Klaibs coming up next. You know what, man? For a number of reasons. You just have to go a number of reasons. And he, he has had that phrase for years, but he's right. Almost every answer is like, well, hold on. There are a number of reasons why that makes sense. So whenever Klaibs says that, for a number of reasons, I say to myself, what are those number of reasons? I want to <laughs> hear all of them. You want to okay? dig into it. I want to dig into it. But and I don't really have a character. I've always said, "Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Gary, mm-hmm. great to be with you. Thank you, sir." Like that formal voice is what I hear with RK. What story do you have about Randy that we have not learned? Give Give me one. Your interaction time with him. All right, here's my. This is my favorite Randy story because it feels <laughs> and it's complimentary, but it feels so out of character. The Rams with Mike Martz are in the Super Bowl in New Orleans. And Fox 2 had a setup. I don't know if it was Bourbon Street, French Quarter, but very lively. And the Patriot fans were just obnoxious as all get out. We're doing like a half-hour show. Let's say it's the Thursday night before the Super Bowl. Got our microphones. And Randy's always been a longtime guest, with, analyst with us on, on Fox 2. And somebody back there, and I don't know, it was berating me or just, you're an idiot. You know, every swear word in the book. And it's getting annoying, and you try to just kind of ignore it and don't call attention to it. And we go to a break, and I have a bad temper, but at this point I was like locked in trying to focus. What's next? Okay, it's a video of this. It's a soundbite with Ricky Prohl. I'm like staying locked in. We go to the commercial break, and Randy, I see this happen, just snaps, looks like the Incredible Hulk, goes over, and I swear to you, he grabbed the guy's Teddy Bruschi jersey or whatever, and he's like, turn it off on us. You knock it off. Get out. <laughs> like, like screams in the guy's face and looked like he was going to bludgeon him to death. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, this is the guy who says, Robert, thank you, sir. I'm like, how did that guy just morph into Charles Bronson? Do you remember these that? Guys, you remember that moment? I've told these guys that's there. The black outrage is yeah, there. When it was unbelievable. Be. And this guy, you know, probably a Southie, <laughs> looked like he was going to crap his pants. And like, he just saw this guy snap. By the way, when we... Uh, 
I guess it was. It had to be in New Orleans when you were doing the show from a somebody's a boat yacht or something. Yeah. Well, well, remember the whole backstory there. Nobody cares other than Dan Caesar will probably bring it up because it's twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, Channel Five bought access to the team hotel, and historically, you'd have everybody had a station at the team hotel. So we were sort of like, okay, we'll just come up with our own thing. I believe in the paper. I might have said. That's a Bush League move. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll never forget it. The media day, because I kind of went after Mike Bush, and I was like 30. I should have probably shut my mouth. I was really ticked off about it. And then Mike came up to me at the media day at the Superdome. He said, Martin, I want you to know I had nothing to do with that. And I said, Mike, I will not call you a liar. I'll just say I choose not to believe you. So they had this. So they had this setup at the hotel. So we would do. Joel Goldberg and I were live on the river in New Orleans, and then we met some people who had a boat. But we had like Ricky Prohl and Jeff Robinson, Skinny, and all these fun guys would come down at ten o'clock at night and do our show, and we were hanging out. But the one night in the French Quarter, we tempted fate, and Randall Carricker went back into his weightlifting mode of high school. He just over testosterone. I don't know what it was, but it was like the Hulk. He just snapped, and, and the guy left. That was the he end just of walked that. away? On a stretcher. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. No, pretty and fun. that's not the RK when you're driving around that you picture. Not at all. You but I, I've, I've known I, him long enough, and I've heard enough stories that if, if pushed far enough, yes. he can, it, it, it can it can happen. I'm always going to take care of my guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You don't no, bother with like I had security at that point, you know. <laughs> so we're looking forward to uh, June twenty or January twenty sixth with Mike Martz at the St. Clair Country Club Eventbrite.com. for more information. Just type in an evening with Mike Martz and you and he together are sensational and watching you over the years and your relationship with him is great. So the the best you'll get from Mike Martz is from Martin. Cowboy. And I think to make it even more fun, I'm going to give him three timeouts. I'm going to say, Mike, I need you to manage the clock here now. <laughs> you get, and he can call a timeout on me anytime he wants. And then in the crowd, I'm going to hand out a challenge flag. So if they want to challenge <laughs> any of the stories, if they call BS on the story, they get to throw a challenge flag. Do you remember a game in San Francisco? I don't even Probably remember. Probably not the, as well as you. But yeah. the opening kickoff, the Ram return guy, fumbles it out of bounds on the one. Oh, yes. It was and a defensive back, younger guy. Yeah. Okay, yes. And he threw a challenge flag for whatever reason on the other. <laughs> yes. And it was, there was no doubt about it. Oh, I don't I, know why I, it happened. Oh, my gosh. It, I shouldn't do this, but I will give Randy Carricker $20 right now if you can name that guy. I want to say it was a defensive back. Well, this had been about 02, 03. Yeah. In San Francisco. <sighs> yeah, it was the opening kick. It was a... Somewhat nondescript defensive back who also could return kicks. I remember that. Yeah. And I don't know what they were challenging. <laughs> they probably don't know, know either. It was unreal. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Good to see you, man. Great to see you guys. That's our buddy Martin Kilcoin here on 101 ESPN.